Welcome to Confidence and Cocktails. My name is Sarah Pyland. I'm a certified health coach, weight loss specialist, and your host for today. So grab a cocktail and join me as we talk about health, body image, and all things relating to women's confidence. Hi guys, welcome back to Confidence and Cocktails. So today we are talking about movement. And we'll talk about how movement can help balance our blood sugar, but we'll also just talk about reframing the idea of movement. So we will dive into that. Before we get started, I am drinking a Kahlua and cream, probably an official name for that, but that's what's in it. So (laughs) that's what I'm drinking. The other day, my husband saw a recipe with Kahlua in it and wanted to make it and showed me it. And I was like, we don't have Kahlua. He was like, yeah, yeah, we bought some a while ago. And I was like, no, I don't think we have any. Well, we did have some (laughs) and I'm not complaining. Okay, so let's dive in. If you hear that word movement... And you already have maybe a guilty feeling or a negative connotation that goes along with it. I want you to try your best to relax. Take a deep breath. We're not going to be doing anything too scary. So uh, let's talk about exercise. Exercise is one of those things that most of us know we should be doing. But when it comes to actually implementing it, it can be a real challenge. This is why I tell my clients not to focus on exercising, but instead to focus on movement. So what is the difference? This can be a real mindset shift for many people. So I want you to think about this. How many times have you made yourself feel guilty or wrong for not working out or not exercising? How many times have you started a workout regimen only to fall off track or get distracted or honestly, you might just dread doing it after a few weeks. If you're anything like me, (laughs) um, that's happened a lot, probably too many to count over the years, to be honest. So the term exercise typically comes along with that negative feeling of guilt or shoulds or have tos that don't really feel positive. That might look like I should exercise or I have to exercise. Exercise is painful. No pain, no gain. I saw something the other day that said, you push through the pain because results matter. So what does this tell us? Number one, it tells us that exercise is going to be painful. When is the last time you leapt for joy with the thought of pain in your near future? I don't think many of us are leaping for joy at the thought of pain. Second, this implies that the only good reason to exercise is because we want the results. Again, it doesn't promote a very positive feeling when we think of exercise. It tells us that basically this is going to be miserable, but we have to do it in order to get the body we want. So it's no wonder that we don't follow through on our exercise regimen. Instead, we usually end up telling ourselves, I should get up at 5 to go to the gym tomorrow. 
but when it comes to it, we hit the snooze button instead. Because honestly, it doesn't seem very pleasurable to work out. Oftentimes we even use exercise as a punishment, which also can lead to a really negative feeling. That might look like, I ate really bad this weekend, so I have to push myself even harder at the gym this morning. Or, I ate four cookies, which is about 400 extra calories. I'll burn it off by doing an extra hour on the treadmill. So, we end up punishing ourselves with exercise. The cycle can work the other way, too. It can look like, I skipped the gym this morning, so I better skip breakfast as well to make up for it. So, that's what exercise often looks like, which is why I prefer to use the term movement. Instead of asking my clients to exercise, I ask my clients to move their body in a way that feels good for them. We want to make it really simple and just focus on what feels good for our body. That way we're still getting the amazing health benefits of movement and we get to enjoy and feel good doing it. So the goal here is to make it something that is pleasurable, something that you look forward to. That might raise the question, well, if this is something that I'm enjoying, is it really doing anything for me? The answer is yes. If anything, it's even more beneficial because you're more likely to do it. Movement oxygenates your blood, your brain. It strengthens your muscles and your heart. It helps us breathe deeper. It also boosts serotonin levels, which make us feel good. And it really boosts our confidence and our self-esteem. One of my favorite health benefits of movement is helping us balance our blood sugar. So what does our blood sugar look like when it's not balanced? I like to call this the blood sugar roller coaster because it literally looks like a roller coaster. Our blood sugar levels go up really high and then it drops low really quick up and down, up and down. Now we could get into the technicalities of why this happens, but for time's sake, let's just look at the outcome. Studies have shown that when our bodies are regularly on a blood sugar roller coaster, there's an increased likelihood of depression, you're at a higher cancer risk, and weight gain. Not only is it causing you to gain weight, It's also not allowing you to burn fat. This is really a huge component when it comes to weight loss. And there's many different ways to balance our blood sugar. And that's one of the things that I work with my clients on. But today we're going to focus on movement. When it comes to weight loss and movement, many people focus on the calories that you're burning while you're moving. Which is true. Movement does burn calories and that has a factor. When we focus on our blood sugar, we notice that movement uses stored glucose or sugar and it gives glucose in our body a place to go, which makes it less likely to be stored as fat. Say what? (laughs) That sounds great, doesn't it? Okay, so if you want to start moving consistently but haven't been up until this point, that's okay. Cut yourself some slack. Beating yourself up over this could just be making movement more challenging for you. Instead, view this as a fresh start. Let's try to make this fun and playful. 
let's make a movement menu. Okay, so I'm going to have you set a timer for five minutes and I just want you to brainstorm some fun ways that you can move your body. In order to get some ideas, you might want to ask yourself, what would feel really good for my body right now? Or remind yourself, what activities did I like to do when I was a kid? Let yourself dream here and don't worry about how many calories you're burning or what muscles you're working out at this point. The goal is just to find different forms of movement that you enjoy and can do consistently. So I'm excited to hear from you guys as to what activities you added to your movement menu. I've had so many clients get super creative with this. I remember one chose bird watching as one of their movements, which was really fun. For me, I love hiking. It feels so good to get outdoors and to move my body, and I also love dancing. So I'd love to hear from you. What what did you add to your movement menu? Let me know. And if you'd like to know more about the Confidence Camp, this is a program where I work with my clients one-on-one -on -one and in group settings and develop a personalized plan for them to help them balance their blood sugar so that they can lose weight. If you want to know more about that, send me a message on Instagram, which you'll see my link in the comments, or you are welcome to visit my website, happycampercoaching.com, and submit a form through that. Okay, talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Confidence and Cocktails. If you would like to connect in real life, follow me on Instagram at Sarah G. Piland, or visit my website, happycampercoaching.com. Talk to you soon.